Hello and welcome to another episode of the Perspicuous Podcast. I'm Amber and we are in for a treat today. We have a special episode. We're on location right now. We're out in a park and I have my special guest with me. I'm going to introduce her in a moment. We are going to have a really great informative podcast today. Um, But before we get to that, let me start off with the other podcast segment. And the podcast that I want to highlight today is called Invisibilia. I don't know if you've heard of this one. It is from NPR. And actually, I'm going to read to you the description of Invisibilia so that you can know what it's, what it's all about. Invisibilia, they say on their details, it's all about unseeable forces that control human behavior and shape our ideas, beliefs, and assumptions. Invisibilia is Latin for invisible things, and it fuses narrative storytelling with science that will make you see your own life differently. That's the description of this podcast, Invisibilia. So if that doesn't fascinate you, I don't know what will. Um, If you are a lover of podcasts like This American Life or just any kind of in-depth NPR style storytelling, you will love Invisibilia. Um, I think people who enjoy podcasts tend to be people that do enjoy things like NPR and just have a little bit of a longer attention span or they're just auditory people I don't know um but I do I've listened to some really fascinating Invisibilia episodes and they really go deep into fascinating life stories and weird things that have happened to people and so if you're interested in that kind of cool interpersonal stuff um (laughs) check it out (laughs) so now let's get to today's topic and today's topic is going to be all about health and fitness um what can be more important in our in our lives it should be the number one priority in our lives because it is true if you don't have your health you really can't do much so i'm gonna we're gonna be talking to my good friend jesse today she is um truly one of the coolest sweetest smartest girls um she has the coolest personality she has a a unique point of view um you'll see when she talks that she just the way she expresses herself is just i love it she's down to earth she's humble she's a really hard worker um she's a mom and she is a really good friend of mine and um, a teacher just like me um but she has had a, a journey towards health and fitness that has been amazing amazingly inspiring and so we're gonna pick her brain today (laughs) so say hi Jess hi thank you for having me (laughs) you are so welcome I am so excited um so I want to start with um I just want to learn from your experience basically and I think that there's a lot of people out there that can learn from you um because you have been through a lot I mean you've gone through you put in all the hard work and probably tried many of the things that people try to get healthy and so first thing I would love to know is just like do you have like a personal like a health philosophy or like a a health and fitness kind of point of view like I don't know like in terms of just how do you see it 
as a priority in your life yes okay so I think I do have like a health mindset or like a focus I definitely have intentions yes so with my fitness um let's say with fitness can be a it can be a big category that has a lot of things in it but if we're going to talk about specifically um exercise I like to do exercise that I enjoy and I like to be in general doing things in my life that I enjoy doing whether it's exercise eating hanging out with friends having a group of people that I talk to in general my outlook and my intention is to enjoy my life and so you incorporate it into your life as it's almost like a mixed into your daily it's not a separate entity for you at all no it's a hundred percent part of what makes me okay every single day so (laughs) just a car we're in a park (laughs) just ignore that but yeah it's not like oh let me just do this and i'm let me do this 20 minute video and i'm done kind of thing No, I think it's part of my identity at this point, and it's part of how I interact with the world. It's part of how I form relationships, even. And you find that it, if it gives you, it it makes you happy. And so, like, if you don't do it one day, then something's kind of missing from your day, I guess. Yes, I have to do it first thing in the morning because that thing that makes you happy comes from cardio and it's actually an emotional booster it's a real thing keeps me mentally healthy it's a tr- it's a real scientific fact right and you experience it every single day okay. now what time do you do this so i wake up at 4 a.m and i have quiet time damn girl <laughs> and that's like personal growth time so that's like reading and journaling that's also part of the health wait a minute do you have a morning routine I like certainly do. dude okay tell us so every day i wake up at four of course the coffee is set i drink the coffee okay. at four o'clock okay. from four to five fifteen. i am usually so it's like also spiritual so i start with journaling i just journal whatever is on my heart it's usually an, in the form of gratitude. I start with a gratitude thing. If there is an anxiety thing, I set that out there. And then when my mind is still, then I read. And I read the Bible because I, I'm trying to have like an influence, like a central focus. Absolutely. Okay. So after that, I need to get ready and go. So I go to spin or I go to like a boot camp style workout. Outside the house. You literally get in the car and go at 5.15. So 5.15, I need to go. 5.10 if I'm going to spin. It's going to be earlier if I'm going to boot camp. Yes. And I drive to a a place. And at 5.30 in the morning, if it's spin, I do 45 minutes of like half spin, half boot camp, high intensity interval training workout. Okay, and then if it's just boot camp, I do a 30-minute boot camp. It's high-intensity interval training workout with a 15-minute pep talk on mindset, goal-setting, nutrition topics. It's like a support group for people that want to be fit. And they always give a pep talk? They always have. It's a nutrition topic. Nice. So we can sway it. If someone's struggling, we, we bring it up, and then we talk about that. So it's... So it really sets, it really centers your day because you've got that little, you know, what do you call it? Just a, a little motiv- motivation. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. We have a goal. We have a goal. We have an intention. We have a 
community. So I go, I go from my personal quiet time to a community with a bunch of hardworking, positive, mm-hmm. like-minded people that have goals and want to get somewhere. And you feel, I, I know you, I know you, so I know you feel that just being surrounding yourself with people that are have the same mindset is a big key to your success as well. I could not do this alone ever i need the coaches and i need the people in the struggle because the coaches are not always in the struggle they know this maybe it doesn't feel the same as it does to us and then the boot campers or the spin people we are we are fighting in the trenches every day so yes i cannot do it by myself and before gyms opened i was doing it on zoom but we still had that talk and it's the same people Mm -hmm. so and they're like friends now because you guys see each other every day. But it's definitely, um, I find, I used to be in a running club at one point and I found that just the people that exercise a lot are really positive people. I don't know what, <laughs> I just found that, you know, they're just like nice, cool, you know, chill people probably because they've been exercising and they're just nice, normal people. They're, they don't have all kinds of crazy, you know, drama. <laughs> No, these are just, most of these people tend to be like, just, yes, everyday working people. They're doing their workout before they go to their job. Yeah. So that's, thus the crazy hour, which, oh gosh, it's so hard. So what do you, so after, what else is part of your morning routine? Anything else? Um, So after we work out and we just live the dream, I come home and I make like super, intentional food i take i typically eat the same exact thing for breakfast every single day or a or maybe a slight variation of it because the nutrition is also part of the whole thing so there's the workout there's the there's the journaling and the spiritual part then there's the nutrition there's the cardio so i come home and i have to eat because the muscles and the body needs what it needs and so my philosophy and my approach and my fitness and my nutrition program is one that is not based on starvation. It's not restrictive of certain categories of food. I am eating absolutely the most food I can possibly eat and still lose fat and maintain muscle. So it's its own type of program. It's much slower. It's not a very fast pace. It's something I can do for the rest of my life and I plan on doing this for the rest of my life and it's good for my body so i think that's about it then we got to go to work now getting up at four is that ever a problem (laughs) i'm naturally a morning person okay so um the problem is that That holds me back big time (laughs) but you don't have to do the hour of but i want to i actually want to i want to have a morning routine exactly like that i wanted to know from you like how long do you because i was like oh 15 minutes no but i really want to relax i don't want to be like stressing out and rushing around i want to give myself a good hour to do my you know meditation or whatever it takes you know so but if you're a if you don't have a problem getting up at four which i do that's the difference between you and me (laughs) some people do their time like that in the evening so if you happen to be able to stay awake the problem with me is like around 7 30 my brain is tired okay and so i won't be able to give myself that hour because i can't maintain that focus for an hour yeah on writing and reading and and you know listening and sure centering and you must go to bed pretty early 
Yes, yeah. I go to bed early. I, I like to be done with everything at 7.30. Which is hard because sometimes we have long days and it's difficult to wrap everything up and be done that early to get in bed. You know, I know that's hard. But if you just make it a priority, I guess it's possible. I need to do that. I need to do that. Um, all right. So we're getting a little insight into your daily routine. Um, but there's so much more. I mean, I, I honestly... We've only scratched the surface with Jesse. Okay. So in terms of just your journey, what would you say have been some of your biggest like feelings of success and confidence that you've gone through throughout this? Okay. So when I, when I first learned that I was pregnant, my son's father and I had already split up. We had already separated. So I was essentially on my own and I was heartbroken and um and i turned to food and what happened was i gained like 80 pounds 90 pounds during the pregnancy and um at some point when my son was like one i started having thyroid problems and i had the hyperactive thyroid which is the one that's supposed to make you lose weight okay but it made me gain weight because i'm part of the one percent that actually gains weight on that because it also increases hunger and i can i can eat no matter what. My thyroid can't fight. That's not my fair. <laughs> so I went to the doctor uh, with the thyroid problem and went to the endocrinologist when James was one. And he said, you're on your way to heart attack, diabetes, stroke, death. You are on the road to death. I was 270 or 256 pounds at that time. And I was going up and you're like, I have this new baby. The doctor is scaring me to death. And you're like, I better do something. Yes. And I was a single mom. Yeah. And he said, we either going to do radiation or we're going to do surgery. Or you can do diet and nutrition. And I Googled everything. And I'm like, I can't radiate because I can't be away from my son. I'm a single mom. My mom is disabled. I don't have that option. Right. And I'm a teacher. And I am not going to damage my voice box because I need yep. my voice. And I wasn't worth the risk. So I was like, well, whatever. I started Weight Watchers the next day. And that pushed me. And I had a reason. I needed to live for my son because mm -hmm. there was no other option. Mm -hmm. And so that motivated me right there. I went to Weight Watchers. It's a community. Yep. And this is what my suggestion is to anybody that has goals. Get a, be in community. It doesn't matter. I gotta just, I gotta, I gotta tell you something that is really sad and weird and holds me back. And that is, I am very introverted and I get intimidated by groups of people and I don't feel like I fit in. And I have a really tough time with communities sometimes. It's a bummer for me. So I, I don't know how to overcome that. I have to really get over it right i mean maybe an online community do you feel comfortable yeah with that? actually i could do that i could do that because i am my community has a facebook component and i am all over that okay. that's a motivational that's my personal that's how i pump content right well that that's a whole nother subject which we're <laughs> gonna get into that too because jesse needs to have her own youtube channel to pump out content to motivate others but um yes but, okay yeah. so my success weight after weight watchers over time it took me so the first year I lost like 52 pounds and the second year I added on to that so by the end of the third year I had lost 100 pounds I started at 256.4 and I got to 156.4 beautiful beautiful that would be a highlight yeah. yeah I remember that day I remember the day before 
Um, I remember the day after, okay, but that was very short-lived. That yeah. was after three years of starving myself, and I had basically developed an, a pretty good, strong eating disorder at that time, by the end of the three years, and I couldn't maintain it. Yeah. I, it was absolutely impossible one of those things where once you hit the goal you think you're done and you're just like okay I did it can I be done now right (laughs) but I do think that for uh, most of us we need accountability and Weight Watchers hold you accountable by weighing you in once a week that was a big thing I've done Weight Watchers as well and it worked for me because I knew I was going to be weighed in and it was very motivating because I wanted to you know do a good job on the scale and I think that like you said with the community of boot camp they you know maybe not showing up maybe people checking on you is holding you accountable if you don't oh you weigh in too and this scale that we weigh in we we weigh in once a month oh not once a week okay because the progress is very slow and if we weigh weekly we might lose our minds but in a month's time you can see something so, yes. So yeah. that scale and I, that scale holds it's me It's still holding you. Yeah. Oh, my okay. goodness. Yes. I know exactly what day I'm weighing. I'm ready. Yeah. So so on your journey after the Weight Watchers, then what happened? So then I, I couldn't maintain it. My friends and family were... Actually, what had happened was I had stopped my period because I was starving for so long. Oh, my gosh. Because I was doing way so too thin. much um. intense workouts and not eating back that calories so I had started the gym but nothing with weightlifting just cardio 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 Mm. cardio and not eating and I had fainted actually once on the way home I mean on the way back from the bathroom and I was my body was showing signs of like so then people from my church and my family started telling me it's too much (laughs) you have to release you have to let go and I told him, if I let go, I'm going to gain weight. And I remember my friend saying, yes, you're going to gain weight, but you have to. Okay. This isn't good. What's okay. happening is not good. So what happened was I let go and I tried to do the right thing because it came at me from a lot of people that loved me mm-hmm. and they were not jealous and they did not want something right, bad for me. To, they yeah. wanted good for me. Gotcha. So um, over time, I... It just crept back teaching. on, right? Yes. It creeps on. You yeah. get a job, you're teaching now. 100%. Okay, yeah. 50 pounds crept oh, back yeah. on. I definitely know. <sighs> so that is, yeah, that that's the thing. And and we we were, we're going to talk a little bit about balance in our lives and just how, you know, it's like, does it have to be all or nothing? Yes, no, <laughs> Unfortunately, sometimes it comes down to that where it's like we're either on or we're off. And so you, it, we, we drift off and then we just, you know, eat whatever we want and we don't stick to something, some kind of a routine. And then it all goes back to where it was. Priorities. What happens is priorities get shifted and you're surviving and all of a sudden your weight and your, what do you look yeah. like? Isn't the most important thing because right. you know what? I'm Work healthy now. And stress. <laughs> yes. Yes. I'm I, not on the verge of diabetes and whatever, you yeah. know, but then I tried Weight Watchers again and my ability to do that program had been exceeded. I had already done that Mm -hmm. and it just wasn't working for me. So I tried Arbonne, which is a cleanse and that clean eating thing. And I did lose a bunch of weight, but I gained it all back. And because it's just an eating thing. And then I found my gym, which is a boot camp gym. And this is where my mind 
set has changed. So for me personally, it can't all be about eating or not eating. I have to find the fun thing I like doing. I like Some working activity. out. Yes. Yeah. What's the thing you want to do? Oh, you want to do mud runs? You want to do obstacle courses? You want to work right. out? Okay. So once I'm in that little land where it's like, I've never lifted a weight before in my life. This is so weird. This is so new. So interesting. I'm a lifelong learner and a teacher. Yes, yes. So I want to learn anything new. And I like to see progress. Well, it's very easy to see progress in weightlifting that is nothing to do with your body and the scale. You're like, oh, I'm getting stronger. Oh my gosh, I do push up off my knees. Yeah. Okay. And like now I could you, do 10. Now I can do 15. Yes. Now I can do 20. Now I'm picking up a different weight. Right. Now you have different things you're doing that are more fun, mm -hmm. that are active, that are good for you. And you're in this group and they have a nutrition program. And you're still doing Weight Watchers type of stuff. It's calories, not points. Yeah. I'm still being accountable. I'm still logging my food. The basics are there, but it adds a fun. That's thing cool. yeah it. and I think that just yeah, for for me when I have done that because I had to do boot camp for a little while and I just the feeling after the workout was so great every time I work out the feeling afterward is you just feel so fantastic you feel a mixture of relaxed and energized that is just indescribable and I love it however you know it's the the key the secret ingredient is getting your butt up and going <laughs> you know okay you just have so, to get there yes. yes so aside from that in this last little bit so I'm not a runner I never uh, identified yeah. as a runner but um I was worried about my son going to middle school and I'm like what do we do how do we make sure he doesn't go off the wrong road <laughs> the wrong path and my friend's mom said SRLA, you guys are going to run a marathon. And she told me this when he was in third grade. And I'm like, marathon? You're out of your mind. That is a bucket list thing, Jesse. But I said, you know what? I had three, uh, two years. I had three or two years to be like, well, we're running a marathon. So I told James, we're running a marathon. So when we got to middle school, I had already been in boot camp maybe a year or something. I'm not sure. But I had at least been in boot camp a year. And I said, well, here we go. We're going to do it. They take these little kids. They take these 12-year-olds from zero miles to 26. If 12-year-old can do it, okay? So I trained with this team. Every four days a week, I trained with this group. And I ran a 5K, a 10K, a 15K, a 30K, a bunch of half marathons. And I ran the real marathon. She really, really did it. She really has run a marathon. And I, I am so, so impressed. And that is a huge marker of success in your, in your journey. And it's such a big accomplishment. Oh, my goodness. Yes. That was a big accomplishment. It really was. From not being a runner to running something because a very small percentage does yeah, that. Absolutely. Absolutely. It's a big deal. And and you still run to this day significant amounts, clearly, you just told me. <laughs> you just ran six miles. So I'm in a running club. Oh. Just like a, a just a, like a very casual running club. We just make we just make events on Facebook and go meet each other and run. Very smart. That that is a that is that's a key to getting out there. That is oh, so exciting. Um, yeah, you've had a lot of success because you've been, I just feel like you've been mentally strong. And um, I mean, I've watched you and it's just been beautiful because um, you have ex like put it all into action, you know, and a lot of people talk a lot about it and they never do anything. And um, 
I, I would consider myself one of those people. <laughs> but anyway, um, but you know, I have my moments. <laughs> but, well, but what about failures? Have you had any moments as you look back where you felt like, like giving up? Um, so I, so this is the thing with failure in general. I think I fail often. I fail often and continuously and I make the same mistakes over and over again and my struggle is always going to be the same struggle but every time I fail I learn another thing about myself or I learn another reason why or I or I come up with let's try a different plan or I go to a coach it's a learning experience for you not a failure yeah yeah. Every failure, so like progress in fitness and health and like say what it could be weight loss, could be muscle, whatever, whatever your goals are, it's not linear. It's not like you go up, 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 up. It's up, down, sideways, up, down. All the downs are still steps forward because you're learning a thing. You're learning a thing and you're not doing it right. You didn't get it yet. So you're still learning it. You're still going forward. You don't fail until you give up. 100%. And it is it is in those those little if you want to call them failures or the little times when maybe you've gained weight or you don't feel like going to work out that if you give up then, then you really are done. And they, you know, a lot, that's been said, you know, many times. It's just, if you just, you know, stop doing it, then you are really going to fail. <laughs> so that's the only you way. can't give up, right? That's the only way you can fail. You can't fail this. Yeah. This is not failable. Every day you get up and try again, you're still in the game. I'm telling you that Jesse has, I mean, you haven't seen the full effect, but when she gives a motivational, like just a little motivational talk, she says things in such a way that just, I mean, honestly, a lot of people need to hear um, tough love in a, in a lot of times and they need to be told, you know what, just freaking suck it up. Life is hard, you know, and we, I mean, people need to just recognize that we all feel that way and not everything is easy and weight loss is not easy being healthy is not easy it's really easy to lay on the couch and do nothing Mm -hmm. so and and my next i had written down here that i wanted to talk about balance but it's so funny because we were talking about balance before we started recording and just how sometimes it's so easy to be all or nothing like just go 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 i'm just i need to be perfect yes and if i'm not you know 100 percent on then i'm then i stink or i'm a failure you know or, oh, well, I guess I'll just not do anything, which is where I've been the last, you know, from COVID. I just literally just did nothing. <laughs> I just did absolutely nothing. Yeah. And so it's just, it's so hard to be in the middle there and have the balance. So I think we're all still seeking that. And that not very many people really have it perfectly balanced in their lives. No. And I think that I, I had this impression of myself that balance was not available to me. And I've thought that for many years wow. because I am a very passionate, kind of an all or nothing person. Yeah. But my, one of my coaches or two of my coaches in this year, in December or November, they said, Jesse, don't think about it as on or off because I have this fear of losing control. I'm going to okay. lose control. I'm not in control. I'm not in control. Like, because sometimes I'll binge eat. And it doesn't feel like control. Even though I am technically making the choice to put the food in my mouth, it feels like it's not what I want to be doing. Yes. And I'm not feeling like something the discipline you, yeah. that I want. Yeah. So they said, so a couple of them said, Jesse, 
Don't think about it as on or off. As long as you're trying, you're on track. You are in control. You are in charge. And for some reason, it actually was life-changing to the point where I thought, you know what? I don't have to be like, wow, I'm in charge. (laughs) I don't have to be defined by my past at all. No. So maybe I'm wild and I, and I am an all or nothing, but I don't have to be. And that's what's brilliant about you. I mean, just whatever about you makes you you and unique is, is a good thing. But it's true. It is weird to think, wow, okay, I get to choose. I am in control. And just because I used to be like this doesn't mean I need to be like this tomorrow. It's weird. I know. I know. I'm not stuck. That's what I learned. Yeah. I'm not... I don't have to do this. I can learn any new skill. So balance is the thing that I don't know yet. So I'm going to talk to people that I know are balanced and I'm going to say, what would a healthy person do? Yes. And I'm going to I, I love like that. that. I want that too. I, I want that too. And I, I do think that it is hard for people that have had weight issues like oh, me. Yeah. We always see ourselves as having food or weight issues. We don't ever really see ourselves as, you know, healthy or thin or cute or and it's just it's so weird in our minds the way we see ourselves I think but but um it's hard to change that but okay so all that being said let's talk a little bit about um diet um how how do you feel about carbs (laughs) okay so um so so because I do strength training and I do lift and I lift as heavy as I possibly can and I am interested in in building muscle and at the very least maintaining it, okay? But I also enjoy as a hobby, what I like to do is lift the heaviest weights. Um, for me, I need a little bit of carbs to be able to do that. So I was keto for like six months and it made pushing these weights up really hard it made my workouts dramatically harder and my energy was really not like it is now Mm -hmm. so the minute i brought those carbs back now i'm on a low carb i'm low carb okay but um i need a little bit of carbs my muscles need a little bit of carbs my body needs a little bit of carbs to be able to feel that feeling that I want to feel when I'm working out. Would you say you're under 50 grams a no. day? Under a hundred? Technically low carb. I'm okay. trying to be around a hundred. Okay. Okay. Just curious out for me. Cause I'm still trying to figure that out myself. Yeah. Interesting. Very good to know. Yeah. Um, but I won't kill myself if I go to 116. I'm okay at 116 grams of carbs. Okay. Um, Do you eat pasta? So most of my carbs are, vegetables okay and i also get carbs from nuts and nut butters i get it from beans because it's a protein and a thing and i uh, sometimes i'm eating dave's bread so it's a it's the most all sounds that i have sounds really healthy (laughs) and as far as pasta i do not eat white enriched anything i'm i mostly don't even want to eat the dave's bread but um i will eat edamame pasta and pasta made from beans. Gotcha. Okay. So I don't eat um, simple white enriched anything. Very good to know. I think that's that's very good. Um, wow. I, I, it's so it it's such a it's such a big topic that we could talk forever. But I I do. Um, I would just love to hear maybe. Oh, do you have any like? 
do you do any like sorts of visualizations or affirmations or anything that you kind of hang on to to get you through the tough times mentally? Um, so I have like, I have goals for myself for this year and one of them, okay, I have a couple things I hold on to. One of them is, re- and they may seem a little hokey, like, oh, really? So no, I'm into it. I'm into it. <laughs> but like, um, one of them is really that whole thing about enjoying the journey because Ooh. this is the truth. This is the reality. You need to be enjoying the journey all along the way because how you feel at the destination is going to be how you feel at during the journey okay so i lost my 100 pounds but was i happy did i feel it i felt it a little but i couldn't hold on to it so that's why enjoy the journey along the way what do you need to do to be okay dude this is helping me this is literally helping me because you're speaking the truth this is so true healthy people they're not just they're they're on they're, that's how they live on a daily basis and they love their lives they don't look at it as a chore or work and it's there's no end point there's no finish line there's no final end we will never arrive okay, okay. so that's my one thing my second thing my main thing is to love myself every single minute along the way love myself every single minute as you are as I today am okay. today and and tomorrow and the next day and so I have days where I'm like bam I'm doing really well and I can tell I'm doing really well because my scale says all the right things and because when I look in the mirror I'm like that looks good but then I have those days where you're not doing really well where you ate a bunch of chocolate that is unauthorized and not on purpose (laughs) (laughs) not authorized how did this happen okay and your body gains the water and I do have a thing where I go and I look in the mirror and the mirror what I see I don't believe is real okay I see a way worse thing I do believe I have that it's like called body dysmorphia it's a real thing and I I think a lot of people have it a lot of is some people think they look in the mirror and actually think they're skinnier than they truly are some people look in the mirror and actually think they're fatter than they truly are and it's a weird mental thing I've get I've got it too I think I have both Okay, okay. So, so most of the time I walk around feeling better than I should. But then when it goes the other way, it's not good. So my point in life is to love myself every minute. And to acknowledge, the minute I start to crunch myself, I have to acknowledge it. It's hard to love yourself every minute. And I, don't, I haven't totally gotten there yet. But I realize when I'm not loving myself and we do have these little things I can say three things good about myself or my body or I can refocus the thing but reality is I just say is that is that loving yourself like you need to love yourself every single second and you need to enjoy it it's not all about the fat coming off or the whatever do the things you want to do are you able to do the things you want to do do you like your life is your body stopping you from the activities you want no then you're winning yes exactly bottom line that's my outlook if you can if you're not in the hospital suffering you're winning yeah this is this is good this is all good stuff and i am really really thankful um just to hear these things from from you (laughs) i have two more quick little questions um one is how important are supplements and water in your daily life 
Okay, so water is super important for me personally. First of all, water is the way you get the toxins out of your body, number one. Number two, if you're doing a lot of um, working out, your muscles need water and your body just generally needs water if you're doing a lot of sweating. Also, it um, reduces inflammation. So if your certain parts are sore and my parts are always sore, I know I need to drink a lot. How do you deal with the soreness on a daily basis? Because I bet you are sore a lot from working out so much. Do you just like grin and bear it or? I am in pain every single day. So we're going to start. We're going to start yoga. Okay. I'm taking one full rest day off every single week, no matter what. And I'm contemplating taking that second one as an active rest where i'm not going to lift or do right but maybe just walk or yoga yoga that day yeah that sounds very helpful oh massage yes i think that's a great idea that sounds really nice i'm used to the pain i drink a lot of water i believe that it makes it less and i have foam roller so i have foam roll and i have a massage gun that's right but i do have parts that are in that hurt all the time and it just doesn't hurt that much (laughs) you get used to it i'm such a wimp okay (laughs) but what about vitamins do you do any okay so i think probiotic is super important that's my number one thing I take a multivitamin because I'm always in a little bit of a calorie deficit and I do not want to have an issue with my body needing what it needs. I take vitamin D because it's generally good for the, your Immune. staying healthy. Yeah. Yes, we're not trying to get sick, okay? Vitamin D plus vitamin D helps um, even your mood. Oh, oh okay. okay. Yes. So I'm all about that and I take fish oil. Fish oil it, it's the omega somethings. It's really good for your brain, but also your body needs the fat. I don't remember why. Yeah, but no, it's good. No fish oil, vitamin D, probiotic, and a multivitamin. Okay, that's not that's not hundreds of vitamins. I can I want to keep it to you know a like four or five, no more than that. I gotta one. yeah pare it down. Um, good to know. Now my last one is. Um, do you have any favorite gadgets, um, like a watch or any special things that you love for your health routines? I have so many things that I like <laughs> to strap on. So I have the Apple Watch and I use it for um, my workouts. Sweet. And I have something called a MyZone. It's a chest strap and it measures your heart rate. I also use that to measure calories burned. Um, and I, I compare the two, but I, I rely mostly on the chest strap. It's like the most accurate way to measure your heart rate. And then I use Strava, um, for, Yeah. yeah, for running, but Strava works just as good as the Apple watch. I'll use the Apple watch for running and hiking. I like it to measure, um, distance. Yeah. And I don't use it as much for calorie burn cause I use the chest strap, but those are my main Things. And you said you use the foam roller, the what's that percussive massager a, thingy? I don't remember what this massager is called, but yes, it's a massage gun. I can't remember the and then Hy- you hydrovolt or something. Oh. Like that. And then I know you. I've seen on Facebook you have a a pull up bar in your house. Yes. Oh, I have a pull up bar, and I also have resistance bands for the pull up bar. In the gym, it's all the gym equipment, but in my own. In my own home. You like to have a few things. I have all the dumbbells. I have every dumbbell. I have every single thing. Nice. Because we had to have a gym at home. I know, because of COVID. Going to lockdown. Dang it. Yeah, so that's good. So you've got got a lot of good stuff to go on. And I just have to say, um, you, I needed to hear from you. I personally, and I do feel that 
our talk can benefit a lot of people. A lot of people can learn from your experiences. You inspire me. You are beautiful. I am so grateful that you spent some time with me today. And um, we're going to close it up. But I w- would love to do a part two or three. Yes. So in the future, there's so much because it's such a big topic. But um, I really appreciate you. And um, I'm going to give a little update on my non-existent weight loss but i'll tell that in a moment (laughs) but if you have any closing words anything you want to say before i close out um i just think that that we were created to do hard things i live with that in my head and just that whole statement like beautiful girl you were created to do hard things and 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 i do them every single day so i don't let anything stop me i believe anything is possible and I live with this knowledge that I can hit any fitness goal I set for myself. I just keep going. You I'm going to cry right now. <laughs> I really am because it is true. She do- I know her. She is a, f- a very good friend and she does live by that. And she doesn't, she's not a baby. <laughs> We're no babies here. Yeah, that's for sure. She's a big girl who does hard things. And I think we all can learn from that. So thank you so much, Jess. Thank you. Um, and just as a little update, I have lost zero pounds in however the last time period between my last podcast. So the only good news is I haven't gained any. I am at 14 pounds down from when I started. So that's where I'm at. I am mentally motivated though. And I do feel that, um, that I'm going to make progress. I have to, (laughs) but I do have a lot to learn still and a long journey ahead, but it's a lifelong thing, right? It's never going to end. And, um, I'm going to be successful. Yay. Okay. All right, everybody. Hope you have a wonderful rest of your day. And thanks for listening and joining us. See you next time. Bye-bye.